Welcome to today's podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have the privilege of speaking with Jason Young, Senior Channel Technical Manager at Samsung Electronics America. Jason, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. I'm glad to hear that. Now, you've been with Samsung for more than 10 years. Correct. How, just as far as your day-to-day job, how has that changed over that 10-year span? Oh, I, I mean, the the interesting thing is, is the the kind of the core role and responsibility has always been the same in terms of what I do with Samsung and, and that's really kind of enabling and, and equipping our channel partners to, you know, be successful selling Samsung. So that's, um, I think, you know, kind of at my core, I've got a servant's heart. So I kind of have always really just thoroughly enjoyed helping people and then being able to talk about uh, the digital signage solutions that, that Samsung brings to market uh, makes it that much better. Um, because it is, you know, an exciting industry and exciting technology. Um, so from a from kind of a, a core function, you know, nothing's really changed. It's what I get to talk about and what I get to, you know, educate people about and what I get to sell on a day-to-day basis that really has, has changed and evolved um, in terms of um, just, you know, like everything else in technology. It's, uh, you know, bigger, better, faster as over time, as, you know, has gone on over the, the 10 plus years that I've been here. Um, I remember, uh, you know, when I started, we had probably less than, know, 10 SKUs that, that we were able to offer customers. So it was um, kind of had to get creative with with forcing that round peg into a square hole, so to speak, um, you know, because we always didn't necessarily have the right product for what the customer was trying to do. Um, today, we sit north of uh, probably 70 different models, if not more than that, within our lineup, um, you know, and everything from, you know, specific products to, you know, for video walls and, and you know, indoor LED stuff. So the, the category and the, and the solution set has evolved enormously, um, which has really kind of been the interesting change over the 10 years of, of being with Samsung. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned that just the evolution of the, the offerings that Samsung has been able to develop over the 10 years since you've been there. The display industry is really changing at an unbelievable pace with uh, changes in materials and processing power and lightweight uh, uh, rollouts and just uh, bendable screens and just the technology is absolutely mind-boggling. What are some of the major developments that you see sort of across the board in the industry today? Um, you know, and I think, you know, being right on kind of the cusp of CES, um, which is always, it's always an interesting show, you know, because it's technically more consumer focused, um, but there's still some some IT and B2B products that, that get displayed there. And, and, and I mean, let's be honest, the a lot of what happens on you know the IT side, which is where I reside, um, is kind of dictated by the consumer side. So you know we kind of uh, adapt and, and modify some of the you know a lot of the technologies that they bring to market on the consumer side, just from a sheer you know volume standpoint. Um, you know from a from a Samsung standpoint, yeah, I mean it, it's you know every almost every day now I get an email or or some sort of a news alert on you know the foldable screens, the wearable screens, the you know. All, all this transparent stuff. And, and it's kind of funny because we, you know, Samsung has, you know, we've kind of been, da- I'll say dabbling uh, in the transparent display space uh, a few years ago, probably a little bit ahead of its time. Um, we had a couple of solutions that were, were unique to say the least. Um, nobody else had anything that, you know, that kind of went up against it. And, um, but it was, I think it was too early. Um, and it's, it's, I guess that's one advantage, uh, you know, that Samsung has from, being an innovator and, and kind of leading the market um, is you have all these cool technologies that come and, and sometimes they come before their time and sometimes they can hang on long enough to, to have a good run. And sometimes um, 
they go away right as they start to, you know, take off. So, um, you know, but really what, what I think we're going to see kind of in the near term, um, I think we're going to see from a Samsung perspective, uh, a, a, a broader um, landscape when it comes to QLED product, um, you know, this new quantum dot technology and, and things like that. I think that's going to kind of become pervasive both on, on the consumer side, but, but even more so on, on the, uh, the B2B IT side. Um, and then the other thing that really is, is evolving for us is, is the indoor LED space. Um, so, this, you know, for example, taking you know, the Vegas Strip or, or Times Square and bringing that inside, um, allowing, uh, you know, customers to just go crazy and with creativity when it comes to what they're going to do with the digital display. Um, when you look at, uh, you know, video walls have always kind of been the wow factor for a number of years. Um, and, and over time, you know, those bezels have gotten smaller, uh, but now we're getting more and more requests was, Hey, we, we want a big screen. Uh, we don't want to do a projector. We want a big screen, but we don't want the bezels. We don't, you know, we don't like the lines. Um, and so, you know, we're seeing a, a significant ramp on the direct view LED side, which is, um, a whole new landscape, a whole new kind of technology set, if you will, because it's, it's, a, it's a different mindset when you go to you know, build a solution because it's not just a 55 inch panel. Um, you've got cabinets that have a designated number of pixels. And so um, if you want a 1920 by 1080 image, uh, for example, with, you know, our 1.5 millimeter pixel pitch cabinet, uh, you need 18 of them. Um, so that, you know, it, it, you can't just, it, it takes a little bit different mindset when you, when you start talking about this stuff. But the cool thing is, is that you're not limited. You can wrap corners, you can, um, you know, you can do curves to a certain degree. They're not bendable, but, you know, you can do um, kind of a wave, again, whatever the customer kind of come up with from a creative standpoint that we can help with from a creative standpoint. Um, the direct view LED is, is really going to be kind of where we see a significant uh, increase in, in kind of where what our focus is going to be and, and kind of where, where I think the market's going to go um, because people are looking at, uh, you know, it's, again, same kind of thing that I mentioned earlier, you know, the, Technology is getting better. The cost is getting more affordable. So more and more people are kind of being able to, to take advantage of these solutions that a couple of years ago either didn't exist or, were, or if they did, they were so expensive that um, nobody really kind of took advantage of them. So you mentioned the technology in Vegas. That caught my ear when you said that. Sure. When I think of Las Vegas, I think big, flashy, ridiculously large, that can't be real type experience. And as that sort of technology is calmed down a little bit and it's repurposed for the consumer side, maybe in your home. Do you think we could get to a day where I don't put wallpaper up on a wall in my room? That entire wall just becomes a an a screen and I can well, make it be whatever I want. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sean, honestly, if if you if you if you had the money today, you could do it today. <laughs> um because we, you know, we it comes down to uh yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, you know, with, with the direct view LED and, you know, when you start talking pixel pitch, um, usually um, it depends on who you talk to. I've seen numbers anywhere from, you know, six to seven feet is kind of a, a good distance from a viewing standpoint. Um, if you're closer to 10 feet um, times, the, times the pixel pitch, um, it, you know, it kind of looks perfect, if you will. Um, where, you know, so uh, the, right now we're 
we're almost there. Uh, a 1.5, if you're standing right on it, um, the 1.5 millimeter pixel pitch, if you're standing right in front of it, you, you can make out the pixels, but it's still a, a good image. If, if you're four or five feet away from it, it looks stunning. Um, and the, the, the color reproduction is, is amazing. Um, they have HDR technology, so the refresh rate and, and just it, it, the experience is, is unreal in, in some instances. And, and I've even made the joke of, you know, when, when talking with customers about that, that if you wanted to, you know, encase this entire auditorium uh, with direct view LED, you could. And, and in fact, there's actually uh, a, uh, a new theater actually in Salt Lake City, Utah, that um, is utilizing uh, direct view LED cabinets around the entire theater as part of the, the theatrical experience during a show. So the content that plays on these screens, which wraps the entire theater, um, brings a whole new element and a whole new experience to a show that, again, even a year ago, nobody even thought of that. You know, you have the opportunity to work with not just wall-sized screens. You get to work with large-scale displays in stadiums and sports arenas. And as, since displays are really becoming such a large part of the fan slash customer experience when it comes to sports without giving away a secret, but you know, if you want to give away one, that's fine. Sure. What innovations are you seeing in that, in that industry, in that world of large scale stadiums and displays in stadiums? Well, you know, the, the stadium arena event venue, vertical market, if you will, or, or that, that space um, has, you know, has, been faced with this challenge because, you know, everybody now, or I shouldn't say, most people now have um, usually a 55, 65 inch, um, in some cases, a 4K TV, you know, hanging in their house. Um, there's no lines at the bathroom. Um, snacks are cheap. So, I mean, the stadiums were, were kind of finding this, how do we compete with that at-home experience? Because it's not just... Um, you know, because the, the the TVs in your house now can almost make it look and feel like you're you're there, um, and so it, it kind of had to evolve in terms of um, you know, the, I mean, I think you know, Cowboy Stadium is 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 the perfect example of of when you look at a big screen and the wow factor that that can bring um, to the point where um, you know if you had you know three hundred level seats. Well, you know, you really can't see what's happening on the field in any great detail. But if you look at that screen now, you can watch, you, it's almost like you're sitting on the sideline. Um, and so it, it's taking that experience and, and kind of being able to reach into every one of those seats and give that personal touch to, of, hey, you know what, it, you're, you're not that far away. But then it also has expanded into the concourse areas and um, how can we provide an experience? And that's at the end of the day really what it is we're selling. I mean, yeah, I, I sell screens, I sell video walls, but really what I'm selling is an experience. Um, and that's kind of a mindset that we've had, you know, that we're still evolving with of, of you know, kind of getting away from the boxes and the widgets to um, what's the overall objective and, and how can we connect with the person who's going to be looking at this and, 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 and engaging with it and interacting with it? Because now it's, it's not just big screens, it's, it's interactive displays. So how can we provide an experience with uh, a fan and, and their favorite player virtually? Um, how can we provide, um, you know, an experience around the history of a team and then, you know, in a timeline or, you know, 
and and do things creatively with digital displays that so it, you know it, it's not just you know the the massive jumbotrons uh which are definitely an element uh within the stadium space and and within that fan experience but it's gone down now to um you know, there's uh, some stadiums that are doing certain level seating actually has their own, we'll call it a 22, maybe a 24 inch display right at their seat. So it's kind of like, hey, you're not that far from the field, but, you know, if you want to watch, you know, want to watch it closer based on what's being broadcast or, hey, you, you're here for this game, but you want to watch another game because, you know, that's important to your fantasy league or, or whatever it might be. They're, they're providing all these different aspects from a digital content standpoint, a digital experience that um, it, it's, it's been fun to watch that space kind of take that challenge head on because it's really forced them to get creative with what they do to create that experience that the fans are going to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to spend the money on those tickets to take my family and, and experience this because we can't do that anywhere else. You know, as I've had a chance to go through a few stadiums and arenas throughout the country, I have noticed the newer stadiums are leveraging the, the quality and just the the strength of these new screens, they're using them out on the concourse. So where you're waiting in line to get snacks, for example, it's not just showing a feed of the TV broadcast. These screens are being used to create an entire environment that goes along with being part of that experience. So I think you you explained it perfectly. It's not just about showing the replays. It's about everything that goes along with that whole experience. Exactly. And it, and, you know, you take that, you know, cause again, people, you know, that let's, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're, the stadiums are there to provide an experience, but let's be honest, there's, it's a business, you know, so there, you know, there's, there's, how can we also maximize revenue? And if, if we don't have the opportunity for uh, that fan engagement, if they get up to go to the concession stand and while, you know, while they are waiting in line that, you know, the written, Hey, I'm not going to go stand in line. I don't want to miss the game where they can feed that, but then they're all, you know, then there's the, the also the, the opportunity to um, communicate to that fan base of however many people are there, you know, what other events are going to be at that stadium. You know, so now we're, we're able to um, kind of provide, you know, a couple of different touch points here of, you know, Hey, you're here for the game. And, and here we're, we're showing you on, on the majority of the screen while you're standing in line. But at the same time, you know, there might be a concert coming up or, or some other kind of show that that's going to be there that, is, is ultimately going to drive, you know, more ticket sales and ticket revenue for the, the stadium, for the city, for, you know, whatever it might be. So um, it's really kind of, high, you know, tying it together and, and utilizing and leveraging the investment that's been made in those, in those displays, again, to your point, not just to show an instant replay. Um, there's so many more elements to, and, and, you know, we could spend, you know, the next hour talking about simply about the benefit of those displays from an emergency standpoint. You know, when you've got that many people in a confined space, being able to communicate in, in an effective and an immediate way with, you know, evacuation plans or instructions or whatever it might be, you know, to be able to disseminate that in a matter of seconds is critical. So, you know, that that's a whole nother topic that, again, that we could spend all day talking about. But. And and that is a that's a really good point that you make. You are not just selling screens as you said you actually are making buildings smarter i think that's the easiest way that right. that i can describe what you do you make buildings smarter yeah no absolutely that's, i mean that's, that's fascinating 
Well, it, it's and 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 I always so you know again I, I have the opportunity to talk to partners, you know, all day every day. But when I when I'm in front of them and, I, and I'm training them and I'm talking about this very topic, um, I always like to use the hospital scenario. You know, like if I walk into the front lobby of a hospital, if I don't, if something doesn't catch my attention, uh, you know, that kind of says to me that they this 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 hospital has made an investment in technology. And and again, I'm biased, so I'm kind of looking I'm looking for that display technology. But it doesn't always have to be display technology. But you know, I, I don't want to walk into you know a hospital facility where I might be going in for some sort of a surgery or whatever it might be or a test and see a bunch of posters hanging on the wall. You know, if, if I can walk in and see a, an amazing, you know, direct view LED wall or, or even a, an LCD video wall, um, or, you know, I've got an interactive kiosk for wayfinding, or I've got um, just, you know, kind of digital screens throughout that are, that are educating me about the facility, about the, the staff, the, the services they offer, whatever it might be. I've got a much better feeling uh, about that location, about that hospital, you know, because if, if it's if I don't see that when I walk in, my first my first question is, well, what do they have in the operating room? You know, what is their testing equipment like? Because if 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 you know this is kind of outdated, I can't imagine what what it looks like back there. So, um, you know, it's it's the exact same thing. We're kind of you know that that first impression is is critical, and that's not just in in healthcare. That's in education. That's in even you know, corporate lobbies where you walk in and it's like, wow, this is, you know, I thought this was, you know, Fortune 100 company and their lobby is extremely boring. We, you know, we've all kind of come to this expectation that when we walk in a place, we need to see something digital. Um, I mean, we carry digital supercomputers around in our pocket. So when we go into whatever facility it is, there's kind of this underlying expectation that there's going to be some sort of digital content that I can absorb or at least somewhat watch to be entertained while I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing, or even more so now, it's so fun to watch when there is a display in an environment to watch people walk up and, and touch it, even if it's not an interactive display, because everybody's first perception is, oh, I should be able to touch everything and do all this. And, and it, it's just kind of interesting to have watched that evolve over my time with Samsung in terms of where this technology has gone, where this uh, industry has gone. And the adoption and the acceptance that, you know, the general population has made into these digital devices, you know, in their everyday world. You know, you talk about uh, high expectations. Samsung's pretty much the de facto industry leader when it comes to technological advancements in display technology. So I think it's kind of your fault, really. <laughs> and and I, I mean, I would honestly uh, accept that responsibility. So. So no, I had, I, I, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling you would. Well, it has been an honor and a privilege to get to talk to you today uh, about digital displays and and just all the really fascinating things that Samsung does and is doing. Uh, man, you have one of the coolest jobs in the world, Jason. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time today. Today, I've been talking to Jason Young, a senior channel technical manager at Samsung Electronics America. Once again, Jason, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again down the road. 